to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance, then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. Hey everybody, it's your old pal Porterhouse, and have we got news for you. It's the brand new Cycle Search 2023, and we've got not one, but two we're giving away. That's right, it's twice as nice, and you're going to find our prices right here at Honda Suzuki Polaris KM KO of Jackson, just off US Route 35 at the Standpipe Road exit. Porterhouse giving the big bike away over there. Tell them about it. Well, this one right here may be a little bit used once it gets into your possession, but basically what you're going to be doing is searching all over our listening area for a set of keys that will go to these KOs. And, of course, uh, what will happen is you'll listen to the clues, you'll try to figure out where it's at, and once you think you know where it is, you go look for it. And when you find it, you win! Exactly. So how do you win? Be listening to Matt and the Morning Crew. Each weekday morning, you're going to get your clues there first on Mix 96 FM. Matt will have those clues, and then you can hear them across our total media platforms on 97 Country the Bull, also on WCJO FM, Pure Rock 98.7, and Fox Sports 105.3 FM. Again, you find that key packet, you're right away on a KO Storm 150 or this beautiful KO Predator 125. It's all from your friends at Total Media, and of course, Honda Suzuki Polaris KM KO in Jackson. That'll work if I write you a note. Okay. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show right here on Main Street TV. Of course, Jennifer here to start off your Friday, TGIF, and we are here to partay with some senior baseball players and a coach from Jackson High School. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so good good to have you all here, and you are here to talk about something that is really going to be a lot of fun and do a lot of good for you guys, and that's coming up tomorrow, and we'll get to that in just a second, but but first, you need to all tell everybody who you are. I'm Tyler Mullins. Uh, I'm Lenny Camp. I'm Braden Stapleton. Braden Powell. Okay, and you guys are all seniors, Mm -hmm. baseball players. Yep. Yep. Cool. And Coach? Coach McGraw. Coach McGraw is here as well. And you're stuck with these fellas, right? Oh, I love them. <laughs> you love your coach, too? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. All right. Let's get that all out in the open. <laughs> no, so um, tell everybody, um, see, you guys are all seniors. So what, do you, what are you planning on doing after graduation? Um, well, I'm going to attend Ohio University and probably um, go for a bachelor's degree in computer science. Okay. Um, well, not very sure, but I might just go join the union and become a lineman. Good. Okay. Very good. Um, I'm going to join the electrical union and hopefully go on with Geiger Brothers and be an electrician. Okay. Good. You're hired. I'll, I'll make sure that happens. I, I plan on joining the workforce. Okay. Very good. And, um, yeah, we need a, a lot of, uh, folks out there, somebody that's doing a construction project right now and can't find anyone to do things that's... 
You're hired. Uh, <laughs> you go learn real fast. I'll hire you. <laughs> and coach, uh, how many years have you been coaching now at, at Jackson? I think this is my eleventh year here. And you've been very successful in your, you know, run as um, high school baseball coach. You all have done quite well, and um, season's getting ready to start again this year. Yep. So, what have you all been doing, like getting getting ready to start the season? Just practicing every day. Start at three thirty and around six every day. So three thirty to six every day. When do you he have... said that like it's too long. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> it's no. fine. They've been they've been working really hard. Um, you know, we're out there six days a week. Yeah. Um, we've been taking advantage of the weather. That's very, very rare that we're on our field in February and early March. Um, no doubt. But we you know been trying to take advantage of that and practice a little longer, a little harder. Um, but yeah, these guys you know been good leaders um, to the younger guys on the team. So it's been it's been a good experience this year. Very good. And, um, you know, the JHS baseball teams had quite a lot of success lately. So you guys going to be good this year? Yeah. We should be pretty good. Okay. You're going to kick everybody's butts? Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. We like to hear that. All right. Well, that brings us to the reason why you are here. And that is because you have a major, major fundraiser coming up tomorrow. And this is kind of how you guys fund your season, right? Yeah. Okay. Can can y'all tell us a little bit about what's going on tomorrow? Well, we have our, it's called the Grand Slam uh, Supper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a chicken noodle dinner, uh, mashed potatoes, green beans, all homemade. Um, and we have an, an auction that goes on with that and kind of after it. Um, and a Chinese auction, live auctions, you know, things like that. Um, it is a way for us to raise money for our season because baseball is a very expensive sport. And, you know, we, we, we use all that money to put towards the kids' season, get them the things they need. Also, our junior high program, which is not a school sport, so they get no funding. So our high school program actually oh. pays all the junior high expenses, um, and that you know, and we're glad to do that because it gives it's our that's our feeder program. It's your future. We need yeah. those guys. Uh, you know, all these guys played in I was our junior say you high program. All came up that way, yeah, didn't so you? So the, the jerseys, the umpires, you know, everything that what they need, that's all paid for by us. Um, and this is one of the reasons we really have to do that because baseball is getting to be a very expensive sport, but, and our community has been awesome you know, at helping us out and we have really good people involved, but last year was the biggest, <laughs> biggest crowd I've ever seen at one of these. Um, it was amazing. I so hear we're hoping it to get... got quite, uh, ad, ad, well, let's see, adventurous. It did. There's a lot, there's some bidding wars and <laughs> the Chinese auction was, uh, huge um you know it was it was it was awesome it was a great environment um you you had like 400 people there or something we did and we're expecting the same um awesome we had to limit tickets a little bit (laughs) because i think we sold too many last year so um, yeah you said you actually ran out of food and had to cook more real quick yeah (laughs) and you can't cook noodles real fast well the baseball moms were attacking it let's say in the kitchen Um, so, but it, it all came That's through so and, you know, it, this year we've doubled them. So there won't be any running out. There'll be leftovers. Okay. So, um, it, it'll be a great environment. Um, good experience for the seniors. So they've been to a few of these and, um, it'd be, you know, fun, fun for them in their last year. So what will you guys be tasked with tomorrow at the, at the event? Probably um, busting tables, I'd say. Busting Usually tables? we're busting tables, but he might let us off. Who knows? I don't actually have don't. seniors bus tables. You don't? Uh, they didn't know that. They do that freshman through junior. Seniors uh-huh. get to 
kind of experience the whole thing with their families. Um, oh, that's cool. They're allowed to sit down. Are. The other players aren't even allowed to sit down because <laughs> they take up the seats. We have 60 players. <laughs> we got um, 400 people yeah, here. We can't You'll see spare them a seat. lined around the room like they're in trouble or something, but there's not enough, really not enough seats. They're watching so they, you. They, the, the younger no. guys bus tables. The seniors, they're, they're part of the auction. Um, they'll get okay. to you know, showcase the things, walk them around, you know, and just have, have fun. Um, and they won't be kind of exp- you know tasked with a job. So you guys didn't even know that, did no, you? No. <laughs> no, really. So you gotta get, get to have fun Pro- tomorrow. I, I probably shouldn't discuss no, that. No, <laughs> don't tell them that. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the things that you all have to auction off because you know let's get people excited about what they're going to encounter. There's different baskets. Right? Say there's a grade yeah. level basket for yeah. sort of each grade level. A grade Senior. level basket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So our seventh, our eighth, ninth through twelfth, they all. Yeah develop their own back class basket and uh they okay. auction those off and they're they're cool. they're usually just monstrous i mean there's a lot of different things in there uh from camping to sports to outdoor to restaurants lottery um lottery ticket baskets Ooh. where you know, you're talking you know hundreds of you know hundreds or thousands of dollars worth um there's school baskets like the ji where everything you you, you need in jackson tickets to every sport things like that oh. um there's Cincinnati Reds tickets this year that are like four rows up. You said those were like seats. really good yeah, seats. Yeah, they're, they're really good. I, I tried to steal the tickets. I could not. Um, so. It would kind of be easy to figure out who stole the tickets when the, you know, the game happens. So you point. see who's sitting yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so you have all this stuff to auction off, and it's going to be um, super, super fun. And you get a great meal, and it's what, 10 bucks? It's 10 bucks, yeah. Um, and it's homemade chicken and noodles. I mean, those yeah. are difficult to make. And um, my favorite. You know, it, it, I was yeah. telling the radio that. I mean, who doesn't like chicken and noodles? Like, yeah. there's something wrong Mashed with you. Mashed potatoes, green like beans, roll. I mean, that's that's the best. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, and we have. I told the radio we have a country grandma making the chicken noodles. So nice. um, they're not store bought. Um, she's been working for a long time on these. So. I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say so. Hey, if somebody's um, on a run, could they get stuff to go or? I, we are offering to go uh, okay. as well. Um, you could even come, I think, to the door and get to go as well. Okay, so um, you'll it, have plenty of because some people plenty. don't know there's tickets out there, and you the players sell them. Okay, um, so we don't want to leave them out, so that, that's available as well. Yeah, so you're not left out. And if you can't find a baseball player to buy tickets from or, or get tickets ahead of time, I think you said there'd be a few at the door there, there yeah. available as well, so you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So, um, so why is it important um, for people to support this event tomorrow? Without it, we don't have a season. Right. Um, yeah, it, it's really important. Um, I mean, this is it, your fundraiser. Right. Um, and you, know, the Jackson community has been amazing to us for you know, decades. Uh, but this is the biggest part you know, of our fundraiser to actually pay for what we need to have a game. Um, different things, equipment, um, you know, taking care of Sparky Haller Field, which looks yeah. awesome if you drove by, but it, it takes a lot of work and maintenance on that. Um, do you guys do that? Every day. Yeah. 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 So my husband grew up um, and played baseball and played baseball in college, and, and um, he said the same thing, that they spent so much right. time working on the field. Like, you yep. don't realize how much work you guys put into it. It's needed. Um, yeah. And it's great that they learn how to take care of a field. For sure. Um, yeah. But they don't spend as much time as I do, so they can't <laughs> complain about it. Um, I think I do about 20 hours a week, I feel. Um, but they, they work hard every practice, and, yeah. and they, they learn to take care of But that's 
that's a staple of our community. People drive by it all the time. They know that Sparky Haller Field. I, you pretty much can't drive down right. in that direction without that being like the focus of what you right. see. So. And it's very cool because you don't see many city fields anymore. No. Most fields are out in the country and there's nothing there. It has no atmosphere. Ours is still old school and smack dab in the middle of town. Yeah, don't I, park your I car like near it. it. It's great. Right, yeah. I, I park my car out. Don't park there. Don't park there. <laughs> And the neighbors do a good job. You know, uh, Matt does a good job getting us our baseballs back. Tolerating. We need them. They're about $7 a piece now. So, oh, God. Yeah. You know, and you, that's funny that you said that. You you know, it's like you were talking about baseball being quite expensive. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are like, well, it's just a bat and a ball. Like, what? Yeah. what's expensive about that? It, it's expensive just, you know, to feed the kids. Um Look and, at these boys. They yeah, need to eat a lot. <laughs> they, we, we, most of our road games are an hour drive uh, oh, because we okay. don't play a lot of games in, in this area. Um, so our league games and road games are an hour drive. So varsity and JV are fed before they go. Okay. Because, I mean, you yeah. can't go from 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock till 9 o'clock at night and not eat. Um, and also, you know, we, we buy our game balls, which is, you know, it's cost us about $100 a game in baseballs um, because – High school Whoa. has certain rules. You have to use a certain ball, and they have oh. to be in good shape. Now, the downfall of Sparky Haller Field, when it hits that road or field, a lot of times you can't put it back in the game because it's scuffed up, cut, or muddy, and you can't clean it. So umpires, they don't use those. We turn them into practice balls, but um, Those umpires, like they're that, prissy. They don't want to touch dirty yeah, balls. Yeah, it's just – and we <laughs> – <laughs> Shut up, James. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I lost track of what I was saying. I'm out now. <laughs> so, yeah, but we, we, we buy a lot of equipment. It's a good thing Dylan isn't here to put that on TikTok. Okay, anyway. But we, we, we you know, buy a lot of equipment for the kids <laughs> yeah. and bags and travel bags different things like that and just making sure all their needs are met. And there's a lot we can't, their parents supply a lot too. I mean, yeah. a, a baseball bat is $400 now. We what? don't buy those. Oh yeah. Shut up. You've got a kid playing baseball yeah. and a glove can be two, three, 400. Um, and that's bought by the parents. So, um, and good thing is most of them last a long time. So they use okay. a lot of kids will get one bat for high school and they'll have one glove they'll use. Um, they buy their cleats and stuff like that. We just try to take care of every you know, other, facet, other stuff. Um, to not put everything on the parents and not have to pay to play. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the goal. Cause then you're going to eliminate, you know, many kids. Um, if you, if you go to that and it'll hurt the program, okay. um, you know, not funding the junior high program would destroy the baseball team because those kids yes. would get used to not playing and they wouldn't play in high school. So it, it's very important that we, you know, we generally have 30 to 40 junior high players and we make sure their needs are met and we're supplying game balls and paying for umpires for them too. Right. So, so that's why this seems like, okay, well, they're going to have 400 people there at, you know, 10 bucks a right. thing and whatever, but this is your fundraiser for like the year. I mean, you do year. a few other things, right. but like this is the big one and this is to support these guys and the rest of the team plus the junior high kids. Right. So it's super important that, that you know, people show up for this. Yep, and it's taken on kind of a personality of itself. Yeah, everybody knows what it is. It's a blast. It's kind of enjoyable <laughs> just to show up um, and go out, you know, eat a nice meal, and you know, they get to meet all the players and kind of learn their names. And it's really That's cool awesome. for the seniors that get to interact with the people that are there. And you know, it, it's it's a fun event. 
Very, very cool. I hope so, they're looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, well, now they know they don't have to work. Of course they right. are. They're like, we can just eat and, and hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Boss younger guys around. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. See? Now, are you the only seniors on the team, or are there others? The only just seniors. Us. The only seniors on the team. Okay. Now, do you have to go back to school? I'm um, guessing, yeah. yes. Can I write I you a note? absolutely have to go back. Oh. I told him I'd write him a note, but I don't think that'll get very far. They're like, who wrote you the note? We don't care. She's, she's, she's nobody. How they were this morning would probably be about right. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one said he had to go back to calculus. I was like, I'll write you a note. <laughs> I don't blame you for not wanting to go back to that. <laughs> no, that's, that's a rough class. That's yes, a rough class. you're not kidding. <laughs> All right. So um, let's talk about the season for a minute. You guys haven't like technically started the season yet, so... Um, you have some fun things coming up. I know last year when you guys were here, well, you weren't here, but Coach was here, we talked about like a trip to Myrtle Beach. Y'all doing that again this year? Yeah. Yeah, they're excited for that. So Fun. It was a great time last year doing that. It was just something no other high school gets to do, and we're just fortunate to be able to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, you obviously go there to play baseball, but do you get to do some other fun things too? Yeah, we yeah. have some downtime after a baseball game. Usually. Our, I thought by, I looked at our schedule. Most of our games yeah. are like early, so we'll have the rest of the day to just hang out and do whatever we want. I remember last year, my dad and I went to uh, there was a Top Golf like maybe a mile or two yeah away from our hotel. Cool. And after, after one of our games, we went went there for a yeah. Couple we hours. we generally play early in the day, and that way they have time to That's spend awesome. with family, have fun. We they get mm-hmm. we stay on the beach, um, yeah. so they you know it's a little cool, but. Teenage boys don't care. They were out in the water. No, um, yeah. You know, I, hanging out on the beach. So doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> and they, they acted great, which has allowed us to go back again this year. And our goal is to keep this going. Yeah. Um and and they do a good actually like our fundraisers don't pay for this. The players and parents do their own thing to oh. pay for this trip because okay. yeah, it wouldn't be possible. But it's just something separate. Like when we raise money tomorrow, that doesn't go towards Myrtle Beach. That goes just towards funding the program. Just the basic yeah, season. We do a donut sale actually that they're they're allowed to do that. Um but it's not expensive. It only costs okay. you know, it's a good sale. So, <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> yeah, we do we do that and it, they they're able to help raise money for that trip. And some players actually raise all of it um through that sale. That's the that helps them pay for that. So but it was a, it was good. an awesome experience. Yeah. So, what's your favorite thing about being at the beach? I sort of just, like the whole atmosphere. Just hanging it. out with everybody, having a good time with your friends. Yeah. There's no yeah. no girls involved. No. 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 Really? Guess not. They have to watch what they say. <laughs> I'm gonna get you guys in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fun. No, that's a fun time. When are y'all going to Myrtle Beach? April first through the eighth. So that's yeah. spring break. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because we do have a long spring break, um, so we're allowed to go. Jackson High School. Um, OHSAA has a rule, you're not allowed to miss school. So we wouldn't be able to go if, if our school didn't have this longer spring break, oh. which is, I think we're off like nine or ten days that students are. So it allows us to go down there for four or five, um, Great. which has been phenomenal. That so, is so yeah. cool. I mean, how many other people are going to say, well, I got to go to the beach for my spring break and you know do the it's, thing that I love to do, plus yeah. hang out at the beach. That's awesome. Yeah, it's not many. Not many schools do it. Um, but you know, the, kid, it, the kids love it, and that's why we want to keep keep going. I mean, as a coach, it's kind of a pain in the butt sometimes organizing oh, yeah. it, stressing about it, but you know, just what, yeah, it helps them. They enjoy it. It's a great experience for them to always remember, so it's worth yes. doing. So. Now, so how do you, how does that get organized? Is this like a tournament situation? Yeah, or? yeah. You go down there, and then we take care of the lodging, things like that. We're playing in a tournament 
um, okay. down at down at Myrtle Beach at different different high schools in Myrtle Beach in oh. and around. So it's awesome. it's pretty awesome. It, we actually went to a different place last year, um, and we're trying something different this year just to experience something new um, at playing different high school fields. And their fields are in the south, so they're pretty nice fields. Nice. Um, they've been growing grass for a couple months where we're just right, getting exactly. it two weeks ago. Yeah, we're um, so <laughs> it's it's something similar that I did in high school and remember. So. I want them to experience that as well. I think that's so good. You guys will remember that forever. That's really, really cool. All right. Let's talk about the, the actual season coming up. When does that start? The 27th. 27th. I think it's the 27th, something around there. Somewhere so. around there. We're focused on practice right now. We're, <laughs> we're getting there. We're not ready yet. So, okay. Um, but, yeah, we, we're uh, we're def- two-time defending league champs yes. um, in, the, in the FAC, which is one of the best uh, leagues in the state of Ohio, Division Two. Um, so these guys have, you know, they've been around great teams. They have, you know, they have big shoes to fill, but I, yeah. I think we'll be ready. You know, they're good leaders and we'll make sure that they, them and, you know, me, we'll make sure everybody's ready. Um, and well, we're working hard, you know, continually for the next few weeks until we uh, get started. Well, what's the responsibility of, you know, you all are seniors and you can remember, you know, last year and previous years of, of what the seniors meant to you. You know what? What what's the role of a senior? You know, is it is it kind of like the weights on your shoulders to to help the other kids out, or how does that work? Kind of, you're, you're you're the leader of the team, so like everybody's going to come to you for guidance, and yeah. like you're just like kind of like a bigger brother to everybody else. Yeah, and uh, you just try to take care of them, make sure their heads right, make sure the practices are going good, and nobody's goofing around, and you get work in, you be serious. Um, but yeah, I could see that. You know, we just have a good time as a senior. And uh, get to enjoy it with all the friends you have. It's just a great time. Yeah, and enjoy it because it goes by fast, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Well, yesterday I was starting school. Yesterday. Yeah. Senior season. Your senior year goes fast. It's a whirlwind. I can remember it. It was only a couple years ago when I graduated. (laughs) Why are you laughing? We're not. Why are they (laughs) laughing? James doesn't know. I mean, they didn't even laugh that hard at my balls joke. Um, anyway, <laughs> they're still in shock. Over the- oh, because they're mature and yeah. I'm not. Exactly. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, so what all positions do you play? Um, I can play pretty much everywhere. All of it? Okay. I play everywhere. Okay. I play mainly in the outfield. Okay. I'm in the outfield as well. All right. And um, so what does that mean to have people that can kind of – switch around as a coach it's it's needed um you know okay you might be great at one spot um but you know we need guys to fill other positions so, i just thought that you know a like player played said one he's mainly position. in the outfield but he's been an infielder he can play everywhere as well this year. yeah this year um <laughs> but he might get moved to the infield next week who knows but <laughs> right. he, he can do it um because you know guy you when baseball lineup constantly changes depending on who pitches um, so you might move everybody around. And that's one thing we teach in our program early is you have to be able to play different play. – you have to be athletic. you got to be able to play different positions. Um, and that, that allows you to get in the lineup earlier. Okay. Um, and you know, it helps. It's desperately needed because you can't just – it doesn't know good if you have 10 infielders and no outfielders. Yeah. Um, you know, that's – so you have, you have to learn to play everywhere if possible. Um, Makes sense. You know, Camp's probably one of the few players that actually play all nine. He can catch as well. Um, you know, but m- most of these guys, if they even if they were put in a spot they weren't comfortable with, they they'd figure it out. We'd work. They'd figure okay. it out, and it wouldn't be a problem. You know, and that's just 
as you said, being an athlete. Right. And that's what we focus on. These guys work hard. They're in the weight room all year with might be football, basketball, baseball, you know, whatever other sport or thing they're doing. Um, They put in a lot of work. Um, And, you know, that's to be respected of what they do in all sports. Um, You know, baseball is kind of the icing on the cake at the end of their senior year. It kind of is like ends your senior year, doesn't it? They've been busting their butt for four years. And, you know, now it's the, the fun time. Um, you know, and, and they've earned it. You know, that we'll, we'll be fine this year. We'll do well. Um, that's our goal, but in, and these guys have earned it. And as far as leaders, you know, you can lead with your voice or you can lead by just your actions. And yeah. we do a good job of both, you know, whether you're talking to another player or just working hard and they have somebody to look at. Um, that's, that's sure. a great thing. Yeah. So the pressure's on guys. You have to do good. <laughs> we will. We will. He said so. All right. Well, good luck this season. I know you're going to kick everybody's butt because that's what you guys do. And um, But the main part is um, don't let it go by so fast that you don't remember anything. And enjoy every single game and every mo- minute of it and, and uh, have a good time, too. We will. All right. Thank you. Very good. Appreciate you. Get out to the coach or to the uh, what's it called? Grand Slam. Grand Slam Supper. Supper tomorrow at Park's Edge Event Center. And that's right here in Jackson. Support these guys. You can buy tickets at the door if you don't have tickets already. Chicken and noodles. Bring your wallet because there's some auctions. And help these guys out, and they're doing great things. So have a great season. Thank you. you. All right. Come back and see us if you have anything else going on before the end of the year. We'll do. Okay. I'll try not to make ridiculous. I didn't even mean to make a joke. We'll get you all a ticket to Myrtle Beach. Oh. So. Yeah, so James and I have decided that we need to go to Myrtle Beach just to cover the um, to cover the games, and we get it on the radio, get a little advertising. Nobody seems to think that's a good idea, except for James and I and you guys. So. I like the idea. We can do it. Okay, awesome. We can do it. I'm vouch for you. Thanks. I'll write you a note then. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, get out of here, guys. Get back to school. Sorry, Thank I had you. to send you back to school, but. of course thank you for being here and enjoy the rest of your uh season you guys are going to do a do a great job all right okay wow we have a whole lot of chairs here but while we're switching everything out oh and i got called ma'am that's so nice um this weather forecast is absolutely insane so here's what it says so for today on friday uh, the good news is it was supposed to be a 70% chance of rain yesterday. To- today is a 30% chance of rain. So highs still around 47 degrees um, with lows, though, dipping down to 27 degrees overnight tonight. Um, for tomorrow, some sunshine in the forecast, which is great. Highs of 46, lows of 31. And then Sunday and Monday, the beginning of your work week, and also into Tuesday, um, you have... Well, that little pesky chance of snow and sleet and icky coming back into the forecast. So um, I guess just leave them all up. I don't know, Jeremiah. <laughs> so Jeremiah is here, and he is going to uh, do some news since our sweet Pete Wilson is on vacay, and we allowed him to leave. Actually, we didn't allow him to leave. We, uh, we just made him leave because he works so hard. But uh, anyway, Jeremiah's pushing buttons over there. Oh, my gosh. I'm just looking at our clothes. 
I think your people called my people. Or we're matching. I don't know we're if such I got twins today. I don't know which mic, uh, James. <laughs> yes. I turned them all on. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know what mic is what because we had so many Played over musical here. musical chairs this musical morning chairs a little and bit. Mics. Yeah, but right. uh, we're we're matching. Yeah, we're twinning today. That's fine because James and I twin half the time on Fridays. You so do, yeah, it's with your an, sweatshirts. Yes, it's just a normal uh, normal thing here. Hey, let's go over the cycle search clue before I forget. Very good. Because today is day fifteen, day 15. already. We are in week three um, of the still, cycle search. Still hard to believe that we're believe in week that? three already. Yeah. Um, and with that, I do want to thank our friends at Four Winds Community and Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am and KO of Jackson for supporting the cycle search. And so here is your clue number 15 Pay attention. for the 2023 cycle search. Here it is. Set the clock forward. Don't forget the time. Get your rest. There's two bikes on the line. I like that one. Somebody's very wordy with all Somebody's this. Very, yeah, they're very punny. They are punny. I like it. I don't know who. I don't know who prepares these, but uh, I don't know either. They're doing a good job. So there you go. Don't forget, you do need to set your clocks forward this week. Right? Yes, right. We will. We will talk about that. Oh, I have okay. Something later. Later in the show, we can talk about that that I have written and. Uh, I think it was in the newspaper Wednesday as a reminder, but very good. I did a little checking on what Dylan was talking about earlier in the show. Yeah, uh, like the legislation, the yeah, um, so, whether it's been passed or not. So right. we'll talk about we that. We can talk a little bit about that. Okay, very, um, very good. First, I'd like to start off on a sad note, Jen. Yeah. Um, after I got off the show on Monday, mm-hmm. um, myself along with the community learned uh, some sad news um we learned about the passing of well-known local therapy dog jazz yes and uh if you remember uh for those watching um jazz got a picture of jazz up on the screen there um but uh, as you know um telegram editor pete wilson had uh, previously reported that uh, jazz along with three other dogs had been saved from a house fire yeah there um it was a few weeks ago and um Anyhow, um, Jazz, out of the three, had suffered some complications following the fire um, due to uh, the smoke in the house. And um, Jazz's owner, uh, Debbie Willis, had shared on social media on Monday, March 6th, that uh, she had some very sad news to report that Jazz had passed away. Um, She was heartbroken but knew that uh, Jazz's in heaven, I truly believe, and uh, had thanked everybody that had prayed for him. And uh, she asked for prayers to continue for her. And um, uh, Jazz Jazz was um, well-known in the community. And uh, like I mentioned, um, the fire um, happened. It was on Thursday, February 23rd, mm-hmm. um, at the home 126 North High Street in Jackson, there was five local fire departments that battled that destructive midday fire. Yes. And uh, she, there was four dogs home at the time of the fire, and they were all rescued. And um, when they were on the scene, Jazz had uh, was administered oxygen. Yes. By a uh, um, local firefighter, police officer, and uh, EMS staff. Which is there. just so amazing that, right. you know, they took the time to actually mm-hmm. rescue these dogs and make sure that they and were make sure in... they were okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. Tre- treat them just like people. Yes. So, um, but anyhow, um, a little bit about Jazz. Um, 
jazz was had some notoriety inside and outside Jackson County, mm-hmm. especially as being a trained therapy dog. And I know you guys had had jazz on the show. Before. Yes, he was here. And, he actually uh, sat in a chair actually, like a human. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> sat in the chair. He was so good. Um, but he was he was certified through the Therapy Dogs International. Yes, and had visited numerous locations. Um, too many to name, but a few local places that. Uh, he would frequent Holzer Health System, University of Rye Grand, Rye Grand Community College, Jackson City Library, the Jackson County Commissioners uh, here on Main Street TV, Jackson Area YMCA, and local school districts were some of the local places that he would frequent That's over right. the years. And, you know, I think a lot of people don't understand what these therapy dogs, why, what does that mean? Well, Jazz um, had traveled all over with, with Debbie. Yes. Um, I know they went down to like Panama City when the hurricane hit and mm-hmm. there was I mean, it was horrific down there and all these people, you know, the first responders and then the folks that had lost their homes and, and businesses and whatever. And, you know, that's what these therapy dogs are trained to do is to kind of go in and, and help folks cope with this kind of situation. So um, he had done that numerous times and um, yeah. it's just really, really kind of sad that, that, um, this would happen to a dog that did so much good. It is for it people. Is. Yeah, I I was getting ready to mention that as well. That in addition to the numerous appearances across uh, the state, that there was several times that he had traveled out of state yes. during natural or man-made disasters. Yes, I think he had also visited during a time. Um, even when there had been like a shooting or something yes. as well. Yeah, and some natural disaster like a tornado or hurricane or something. I believe. Yeah, but um. Anyway, he he impacted numerous people's lives, Jen. He did, and, you know, you have to think about what what great things that he did, you know, over the years, but it just doesn't quite seem right, does it? No, no. So he'll he'll be sadly missed. He will be, yeah. So, so Jen, uh, this week... uh, have you been startled at all in the evenings? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to tell you. I mean, if you live around here, you're kind of used to... To some of it. If you're new to the area, you are not, though. But you never get, like, <sighs> I mean, yeah, you never get used, used to, to like, sitting at the dinner table and the whole house takes off rattling. Right. Yeah. Like, like, it's, it, like it's a mini earthquake or something. Yes. Yes. So uh, uh, this week, the uh, so so a lot of people reported, especially on Tuesday evening. Tuesday, I March would like 7th. to see like the, I'm sure the nine one one thing just just takes off. Probably like. was. I know social media was full of this, but uh, what what we're talking about being startled um, is the sonic booms that people were hearing. Correct. So so this week the 180th Fighter Wing has been doing some night flying. Um, they were doing that March 6th through the 9th. So today's the 10th, so there should not be any tonight. But, I, uh, I remember distinctly two really, really big ones that yeah. that I encountered. That, right. You know, you, you can't help but jump. You can't. But I, I was able to reach out to somebody that I've spoken with before. Over yeah. at the, uh, this is at the um, 180th Fighter Wing. I was able to talk to somebody there to talk a little bit about it. But like, like you were saying, you know, we've, 
we've if you've lived here, we've experienced <laughs> these over the years. But if you're new to the area, you may have been wondering what the heck's going on, you know? <laughs> Especially did, with all the did news, the whole world and, just end. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, and a lot of people described it as a, as like did something blow up? Was there? It an sounds like a bomb and that's, hit, and that's I mean, it what really it, does. it does. And like it'll rattle the windows, or you know, I was we were I was laying on the on the sofa, and it moved our sectional. You know, yeah, which it, sure. it's near like a outside wall. So, but but anyhow, um, a sonic a sonic boom occurs when uh, James had a picture up there of a jet breaking the sound barrier. Now this this one it, here is uh, one of the jets um, that fly over. This is an F sixteen Fighting Falcon, and it's assigned to the Ohio National Guard's 180th Fighter Wing. And here it's uh, taken off. Um, for a night flight. This is a photo from a few years ago that I was able to obtain. That's a beautiful photo. Did um, where where do these planes come out of? Right. Um, so the hundred hundred eightieth uh, Fighter Wing, Ohio Air National Guard, is located at the Toledo Express Airport in Northwest Ohio. The base and infrastructure have been designed and constructed to support the current and future fighter aircraft needed for America's security and defense. Okay. So I, I reached out to somebody. I, I did a story like this several years ago, but I figured, you know, there's probably some new people that live in the area <laughs> that haven't New really to the area, I saw that. New to the area, what was that? <laughs> right, right. Um, so I reached out to him again just to kind of go over it, and uh, we... We, we spoke, and he gave me some good information okay. about it. And um, for those that don't know, a sonic boom is a thunder-like noise a person on the ground hears when an aircraft or other type of aerospace vehicle flies overhead faster than the speed of sound. So they're going at supersonic. And that's when they hit that. That's what we hear here that on the is ground. Crazy! Like, how? I wonder how fast that is. I it's well. I have a little more information oh, okay. about that too. Yeah, I asked. I asked these questions. Um, I had a correspondent with Senior Airman um, York. He's a public affairs specialist with the Ohio Air National Guard's 180th Fighter Wing. And um, he did confirm that they had been doing night flying. And something that we didn't talk about in the past when I spoke with him is why they do the night flying. Yeah. And uh, he question. said, he said to support our nation's def- our our nation's natural defense strategy, our pilots support um, support personnel. Or no, our pilots and support personnel prepare for a variety of scenarios, including nighttime operations. He says, when whenever we do fly at night, um, his office always tries to put out press releases so that they can reduce um, panic. <laughs> I so I, 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 I follow that page, and I did share prior to this happening yes. um, that this would be taking place. And it only got like a couple shares, but then the night that the big one happened, and I shared it, and then it had like almost 400 <laughs> shares. So it's like people didn't... Then they're like, oh, they're like, oh yeah. we get it, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, uh, many readers were alarmed by the booms on Tuesday evening as they seemed louder than normal. Um, York explained that various environmental conditions can impact the sound. He noted that the hills of southern Ohio, cloud cover, and changing temperatures all have impact on the amplitude and intensity of the sound. Oh. And uh, he explained that the state of the world changes on a daily basis, so their training changes daily, sometimes resulting in different, louder maneuvers than some residents may be used to. And he explained, you were asking about, like, the, how fast they go. Yeah. He said that um, 
An F-16 Fighting Falcon can travel at speeds over 1,500 miles per hour. Shut up. He says the speed of sound, which is Mach 1, is only roughly 761 miles per hour at sea level. So the sound of speed can change based on the um, temperature and the amplitude. Did you so. happen to ask uh, Jeremiah how long it takes for one of those planes to get from t- Toledo to Jackson? I did not. <laughs> At 1,500 miles well, an hour, not too is, fast. Well, Jen, I remember talking to the guys that had the antique World War II plane at um, the airport here in Jackson when yes. they had that event. And it was coming from the Dayton area, I think. Yes. And they said it took like 25 minutes for them to get... From Dayton to Jackson and that thing. So can you I can imagine, imagine how the they'd be here in like two minutes? Right. <laughs> They're like down to Florida and there's time or something, you know. But um, some people have wondered, you know, why why do we always hear the sonic booms here in this part of the state? And he explained and reminded the public that the airspace in this part of the state has been designated by the military operated. Uh, airspace by the Federal Aviation Administration, and he says that this this MOA is one of few locations authorized for the supersonic flight, um, as well as um, flares and other combat-related exercises. Because I know in the past we've also had reports where people have seen stuff at night. And well. It's, these flares going off when they're doing these training exercises. I'm telling you, I have seen some crazy, crazy stuff off my front porch, <laughs> and I have to just think or pray that it's something that the military is doing and not, right. not anything else Nothing because else. I have seen some weird, weird things. Yeah, a lot of people say that they uh, can see these guys training at night. Yeah. Um, I know uh, some of the comments that I had on Facebook. Um, there was somebody that lived, I think, near Piketon, and they were telling me from their front porch they can see the They could definitely get a show, they said, sometimes yeah. down that way. But, yeah. Uh, Anyhow, that, that kind of explains a little bit about that. That story is on the telegramnews.com, and um, I think it'll be, it was either in Wednesday's edition or it will be in Saturday's edition, and you can uh, read all about it there. Well, it's much appreciated that you took the time to do that, because I think it is, um, I, I don't care how long you've lived here or whatever, uh, it's still shocking when that happens, but it's 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 less uh disturbing when you understand what's actually happening and that you know it's okay it's yeah. not like you know someone dropping a bomb or right. you know but i can see where people that haven't lived here all their lives could be like what is that but it's because our you know where we live is their practice airspace right in a nutshell yes that's what it boils down to yeah. um there's still times even though that i know that um, they do the flyovers in this part of the state. There's even times I still jump online and check to make sure that it wasn't an earthquake. Yeah. Just because of the intensity sometimes. Oh, they get that one on Tuesday. I was at my parents' house, I was at my mom's house, and I was just like, I about fell out the chair. Yeah. I was like, no, a lot of people were up and out. I know James <laughs> said he uh, went outside to make yeah, sure. I, I went outside to make sure something <laughs> didn't fall on the house. Right. It was, it was a rough it one. It was, yeah. That was a big one. I, I didn't hear anything last night. Did you hear anything I last didn't night? Hear anything last night but wednesday i was at my house and i heard heard a little one wednesday i heard one wednesday that one tuesday definitely it was rattled it was big so um so when i left out of here monday um because we only only did 30 minutes i uh, headed headed over to the jackson chamber or jackson uh, city council chambers okay for the city of jackson visitor and convention commission board meeting yes Uh, this was their second meeting okay um, of the year (laughs) 
Um, the meeting was held on Monday, March 7th. And it was, like I said, the second time they met, the first time they met, um, was a week before on February 27th. And for those that don't know, um, this is like the, uh, the tourism board as people like to call it. Yes. Um, they get funds from the bed tax, which that money comes from like the, like the local hotels. Yes. And, um, Anyway, there's three three folks that are on that board, and uh, you had um, Dan Fox, uh, Ryan Peters, and Brett Reed. They are the three gentlemen that are on that commission board that decide um, where those funds are spent. Yes. Um, they encourage people from uh, the county to submit applications for funds, and what they're looking for is to attract tourism and visitors to the city of Jackson and surrounding area. So when they when they fund projects um, or fund you know events or whatever, that's what they're looking at. Yes. So sometimes they may give a little more, a little less, depending on what they what they think will yeah, bring. Yeah, it, it kind of comes full circle because basically the tourism board is funded by the bed tax, mm-hmm. but the things that they want to fund are things that will bring obviously tourism into the area and put more people in the beds so that they can continue to do this, you know, do this. And, yeah. and it just kind of, everything helps each other. It does. Um, they did award some more funds at the okay. second meeting and I'll run through those real quick. Uh, the big diamond red club received uh, $3,500. The Jackson area festival and events also known as Jaffe received $7,000 towards the Jackson apple festival. Okay. The Jackson County uh, ag society had two applications. Uh, they submitted one for the Jackson County fair and received $5,000. And they also submitted one for the Jackson County extravaganza. If you recall several years ago, they had that out there at the fairgrounds during the 4th of July weekend. Okay. And, uh, had different events and stuff they had, going like, bands on. And stuff, I, didn't they? I think or? with some, uh, you had the opportunity to camp, I think, out there and yeah. stuff. But they received $1,000 towards that. Um, if you recall, last time I was on, uh, we spoke about um, Jeff Dalton, a concerned citizen yeah. that had submitted an application seeking funding to support the Jackson County Trout Festival. Well, he was present again, mm-hmm. and he was trying to partner with the Paternal Order of Police, the FOP, to secure funds from the board to put around 700 trout from a private fish hatchery for the festival into Hammertown Lake. Yes. Well, um, the FOP did not show up, and he decided to withdraw his application. Okay. So uh, there was no funding put towards that. Okay. Um, I will say that it's still unclear the future of the Jackson County Trout Festival. will Jackson County Trout Festival with the Hyde Department of Natural Resources will not be stocking um, Hammertown with Rainbow Trout this year. Well, it seems to me that somebody buying a bunch of trout and throwing it in the lake, there'd be a lot more logistics to that that from environmental, you know, sides Mm -hmm. and all of that. So I think that Um, while I think the intentions were great, there's probably a lot of red tape in there somewhere probably yes than to just buy some fish and throw it and throw in it in our city's water source right, right. <laughs> you know so um we'll, we'll hopefully hear maybe a little more about maybe what the fop has i don't think they've 
announced that they've canceled okay. it per se, but you I can't exactly have one that with have but, offered to, you know, fork up money to to help with it or help something. with it, but yeah. I haven't heard anything past that. Um we'll talk a little bit more about uh trout, rainbow trout here in a second. Yes. Um because I did do a little write up on where even though you can't get them here or in Benton County, there are neighboring counties that are nearby, not too far okay. away where you can go fish for those this year. Okay. Um, the Lillian Jones Museum received six thousand dollars. The Southern Hills Art Council Shack received five thousand. The Jackson Downtown Association received a thousand. Um, the Cultivating Our Future received fifteen hundred. And here at Total Media, we received five thousand dollars. Okay. And that's a uh, that is a rundown of funds. There were a couple other um, organizations that had submitted applications, but they didn't fund those. Um, you had the well, they haven't funded them at this time, I should say. The uh, Garden Lovers Club and Henderson's Arena had submitted applications, but I'm not sure okay. how much or what for. Okay. But uh, you can read what each of the um, organizations were going to do with those funds uh, in a, a story. Uh, the story should be on the telegramnews.com or it will be. Um, I'm just going to say one personal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of folks don't understand the amount of um, traffic that Henderson's Arena brings into this area. Uh, if you don't show horses or, or don't go to the events that they mm-hmm. hold out there, you don't know. Mm-hmm. But it is... a a ton. A ton. Like, I, never... I was trying to think of a really good word that didn't swear. Mm-hmm. A big ton of of folks, folks and money that comes into this area. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been out there, Jen. In all my years of doing, you haven't. No, I've never had. Uh, there's never been like a news related thing that has sent me out there, and I've never gone like on personal time out it, there. People so. have no idea. I mean, it is a like state of the art, amazing facility. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful tax shop out there and, and um, Western Wear store. People, I mean, the the only other one I, store like that that I could think of would be in Columbus. The store um, is wild. The store is insane. It's so much bigger than you think it is. Yes. Um, the, the arena is amazing. <laughs> they have built so much stuff out there, and they bring so many people to our area. So that's just... Jen's opinion Very on good. whether, you know, you want to talk about something that goes full circle. Full circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, on, on those two, the reason why they hadn't awarded anything yet, um, the Garden Lovers Club still had some funds left, I guess, from last year or from another fund. Okay. And uh, nobody from Henderson's was there to speak okay. on the application. You probably just had some questions and, in about they it. Or may, so they may have had some questions. Yeah. Usually if you're there in person and you speak, they usually will either give you a yes or no or yeah. we'll wait till the next meeting to see. Yeah. So um, Reed, Reed did note that there will be a third meeting later this year um, that would be announced. And he said they had uh, around 20000 left to award. Okay. And I think they started out with um, it was over $70,000 okay. that they had, which I, I think he said that there was some more funds coming in. So the actual total was like 85000 Gotcha. All together, yep. That they had come in for that. So, cool. anyhow, moving on. Um, so uh, a week ago today, um, the um, Jackson City Caucus, so the Jackson County Republican Party Central Committee, met uh, because they had a uh, vacancy on the Jackson City Council. Yes. 
I think Pete spoke about uh, John Ondera resigning because he was moving to Chill Coffee. Yes. And uh, we'd like to uh, congratulate Jeff Elliott, former councilman to Jackson City Council. He was uh, appointed to the empty seat on Friday, uh, March 3rd. And that is that was a open at large Jackson City Council seat, and um, we congratulate him on uh, taking that taking on that role again. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think he he had served in that position before. Uh, I'm not sure how many years, but he was on there for. Uh, oh, here it is. Jeff Elliott um, had 12 years experience. Yes. Oh, yeah, he'd been there quite quite some. I knew, time. I knew it had been a number of years. Sure. So congratulations to him. Yep. Um. Let's see. We'll we'll come back to that on Monday. Uh, talk a real quick about the rainbow trout. Yeah. So no rainbow trout are being released by the Ohio Department of Natural Resources, Division of Wildlife in Jackson, Norvinton counties. But there's still opportunities to catch rainbow trout throughout the state. Uh, they'll be stocking 90 public lakes and ponds this spring. And uh, we, you know, we've... Uh, Pete's been on and talked about, you know, the reasons why um, Hammertown was not stocked mm -hmm. because of the new, um, the changes that they did in deciding how to stock those lakes and yep. ponds. But uh, real quick, I'll just run over. Um, I reviewed the list because they released that just, it was just like last week okay. or earlier this week. And uh, here's some neighboring and nearby counties um, that you can check out. The Rio Grande Reservoir in Gaia County will be stocked on March 17th. That's a new location, Jen, for trout. I was say, I where's that? James, uh, do you know where that is? That's up on the hill from the college. Is it? Yeah, yep. I mean, is that what the, the creek there by Bob Evans Farm, and it runs into that? No, this no? The, the reservoir's up on the hill. Okay. Like where the water tower is. Okay. Um, I know there's a really nice park out there, but it's is that where we're talking about? I don't remember a lake being there. Yeah, well, you probably never went up on the hill then. Um, like if you're coming on the main drag, you know, to the to the university, mm -hmm. um, there's a road that turns off. I can't think of the road's name, but uh, it goes up and there's it goes up there's on a, a hill. There's a big water there. tower yeah, up there on the back side. The, the back side of that tower, there's a lake down there, okay. and that's the city the, the village reservoir. Okay. I, I've done a lot of fishing there. I grew up in Rio Grande, so okay. I did a lot of fishing out that way. Gotcha. So anyhow, that's a new location this year. Um, there's a lake in Ross County called Cl Clodwell Lake. It'll be start stocked on March 17th. Okay. Um, there will be uh, a lake called Penrod Lake in Athens County that'll be stocked on March 31st. That's a new location this year. <clears throat> Pike Lake in Pike County will be stocked, stocked on April 3rd. Rose Lake in Hocking County will be stocked on April 7th. And then Roosevelt Lake and Turkey Creek Lake in Soda County will be stocked on April 22nd. Okay. And they'll be releasing a total of 84,000 rainbow trout across those 90 public lakes and ponds. Okay. So that's a little bit about a couple of the ones that are nearby since we won't have any here locally. Yep. Um, real quick, want to go over a few events before we get out of here. Yeah. Uh, tonight, Bundy Elementary School uh, in Wellston will be hosting their Bundy Carnival at the school. They're at 527 South Missouri Avenue in Wellston. There will be 
games with prizes available from 5 to 7 p.m. A live auction will begin at 7.30 p.m. A silent auction and a ticket auction will also be held. And food will be available for purchase. Okay. That's always a fun event. I've been out to that before. Um, I will not be covering it, uh, but I think we are sending somebody out to cover that. Cool. So you may see some uh, pictures in a later edition. Uh, tomorrow, the um, Oak Hill, the cast of the Oak Hill musical Beauty and Our Beast, uh, is inviting you. Is inviting you to be Wait, Beauty and Our Beast. What did I say? Is it Beauty and you the said Beast Beauty or Beauty and our Beast? Beauty and our Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Okay, I'm like, what play let is me, that? Let me let me just read this. Here, we're getting towards the end. I'm trying to be Pete Wilson and read all this as quick as I can. Um, the cast of the upcoming musical Beauty and the Beast at Oakville High School is inviting the community to be their guest for a pancake breakfast. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one that says stupid things today. Go yes, ahead. Yes, yes. <laughs> so the breakfast will be held at Oakville High School cafeteria on Saturday, March 11th from 9 to 11 a.m. The meal will include hotcakes, sausage, milk, and juice. Nice. Cost is $5 per person, and the event will feature all your favorite Beauty and the Beast <laughs> cast. Nice. <laughs> So uh, be sure to go check that out and support those uh, students. They will be doing a production next weekend, and we'll talk about that on Monday. Okay, cool. Um, the Jackson Area Festival and Events uh, organization has announced dates for the 2023 Little Miss Apple Festival Queens Contest. Yes. Apple Festival is until September, but we're already talking royalty, We Jim. do the Queens. We on, do the Queens early. The, uh, April, what is it? Or no, uh, what's you know, that called? Easter weekend. Right. Yeah. yeah. The contest will be held Friday, April 7th, with doors opening at 6 p.m. And the contest begins at 7 p.m. at the Jackson Middle School Auditorium. Uh, if you have uh, little girls between the ages of five and seven before September 24th, they are welcome to attend. Um, the reason I bring this up is because all contest applications must be completed and hand-delivered to the Jaffe building there on McCarty Lane across from Walmart. Um, you have two opportunities, actually, but the first one's this weekend on Sunday, March 12th. Okay. Between the hours of 11 a.m. and 1 p.m., your next opportunity will be Sunday, March 19th. The same time frame, no late entries will be accepted. And there are entry forms available at Ohio Valley Bank, um, Andrea's Bridal, Nationwide Insurance, and there are applications at the grade schools as well. Okay. And apparently we have applications here at Total Media, or we can get you an application. So there's that. We'll wait and talk about this on Monday. <laughs> um, real quick, because we're running out of time. We talked about the time change. Yes. So two important things to do this weekend, Jen, that everybody needs to do. The first is remember to change clocks ahead one hour. So you're springing Spring forward. forward. And you also need to remember like to check your smoke alarm batteries, Jen. Yes. If you don't have one of those new smoke um, detectors that have the 10-year battery in it. Correct. And you have to change your little 9-volt one every year. Yep. Um, be sure to test it. Well, don't even test it. You will test it, but you also need to go ahead and put a new battery in there so you're good for the upcoming year. Yep. So be sure to do that. And while you're at it, make sure you add, if you have any gas in your house whatsoever, add that carbon monoxide detector. It is so important. And now you can run out to Callahan Hardware and you can buy a combo. You can buy them together. Yes. And it'll last you for like 10 years. Yep. 
And it's a combo thing where it tells you smoke and the carbon monoxide, and you're good to go. Yeah. I, in our house, um, a couple years ago, I got tired of replacing the battery, so I bought one of the 10-year yes. um, smoke detectors for the house. But I, I have one of the um, plug-in CO2 detectors. So plugs into a wall outlet. That way I don't I have, have that to worry my, about the... Yeah. I mean, it has a battery that I do change, but, you know. Yeah, I have those. So here's a little tip, too, because we're running out of time. Get one of those plug-in carbon monoxide detectors, and if you travel a lot, throw it in your suitcase. If you're staying in an Airbnb, you're staying at a hotel, anything like that, plug her in. Make sure you're protected. Right. Because there's been strangely weird things that things have happened happen. at hotels it and is, yeah. Airbnbs and whatever, people passing away because of carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide. So it's a silent, silent killer. Yeah. Throw on your suitcase and um, plug it in, take it with you. Right. So uh, this year, Daylight Savings Time begins on Sunday, March 12th at yes. 2 a.m. So before you go to bed Saturday, set your clock forward. If you still have, like, your, at my house, I can think of, you know, my uh, clock in the car, uh, microwave, like that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, stuff on your stove. Stove, yeah. Doesn't or automatically have, change. You know, a clock on the wall that doesn't automatically change. That's something you will need to do. Yep. I know you guys were talking about the legislation, and yeah. Dylan said that it past but he wasn't sure but that's what his teacher had told him well i looked it up and um ahead of daylight savings time this year u.s senator uh mark marco rubio from florida mm-hmm. uh, he had reintroduced a bill it was called the sunshine protection act of 2023 mm-hmm. he had actually put this legislation out um last year it made it through the senate but it didn't get through the house okay so he reintroduced it again this year for the 118th congress uh, the les- legislation would end the um, practice of changing clocks twice a year. Um, he called, and I quote, the ritual of changing time twice a year is stupid. Uh, locking the clock has, um, you know, popular support, and he hopes that they can get this done. And uh, there's also accompanying legislation in the House that was um, submitted by U.S. Representative Vern Buchanan, also out of Florida, and uh, he was citing there's enormous health and economic benefits for changing, you know, leaving the time the way yeah. it is. Um, but anyhow, if if this bill passes in the Senate and the House, it would go to the desk of U.S. State President Joe Biden to decide whether or not to sign it for passage. If it passes, then um, it would stop that practice of changing the clocks twice a year. So once you spring... F- once we spring forward this weekend, that's it. Yeah, you would stay on daylight we savings would, yeah, time. Yeah, we would stay, yeah. you know, an hour We'd ahead We'd stay forever. sprung forward. We would stay sprung forward, yes. Yeah. So uh, you wouldn't have to set your clocks back. What's your opinion hour. on that? I, it doesn't really, it's whatever. It's just something we've gotten used to. I mean, I like the extra daylight in the evening, but, I mean, come what, winter, is it still going to be, even though it's an hour ahead, will there still be extra daylight in the evening? Well, I mean, one hour more. <laughs> I, I guess I don't then know. Then there would be, but you know, it's also darker than in the it morning. Does. But right. I don't know. James, what do you think? Uh, I don't really mind it being dark in the morning as much as I mind it being dark in the evening. At 4.30? Right. Yeah, but I know a lot of people feel the other way, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I'd rather it be dark in the morning than dark darker in the evening, but that's just me. I just feel like, I just think it's absolutely ridiculous we have to change clocks. Like, come on. Right. Like, just leave it. And there's there's some states that don't do and the daylight. And that gets confusing too. Yeah, if you're some traveling, some states do, some states don't. Right. You don't know what what time of the year am I in that I have to. And then you have time zones on top of that, and it just. 
Yeah, yeah, it does get confusing. So anyhow, that's uh, that's a rundown of all the news I got for you, Jen. There's a few things we didn't get to, but that's okay. We can touch on okay. those on Monday when I come back in. Awesome. Um, I think uh, uh, Telegram Associate Editor Phil Buffin may be in, too. Okay. Uh, to split the time with me on Monday. Because he's got some stuff he'd like to talk about as Always well. Always love so. to talk with both of you. Yep. It's, uh, it's been... It's been busy. Yeah. I've been trying to keep up on everything. Uh, tomorrow, we will have, a, I think, a 16-page paper, chock full of news. So be nice. sure to uh, pick that up at your newsstands. And as always, uh, on telegramnews.com, it's uh, always up to date. You can get all your latest news on there. That's and a right. lot of times, there's some stuff for free on there, Jen. You of don't course. have to uh, be a subscriber, but we encourage you to be a subscriber. Yep. Hey, and don't forget, uh, it's all spring forward, but it's also Selection Sunday. So yes. starting this Sunday afternoon, yes. start entering the Basketball Mania contest. on the tele- Go to the Telegram website, click on the banner, and that will show you how to enter. Yeah, there we should, you go. should have those brackets in next, next week's edition, next I believe. Wednesday, yeah, next Wednesday's paper will have the bracket printed in it. And you will uh, be able to enter that for free um, to win part of a $600 prize. So that's really, really cool. Hey, don't forget before we get out oh, of here, yes. Boy Scout Troop 57 annual spaghetti dinner and auction this tomorrow uh, starts at 11 a.m. and goes all the way through 7 tomorrow night. So you have tons of chance to get your spaghetti all day long. Again, it's to support the Boy Scouts there in Wellston. Dinner, Chinese auction, silent auction, and live auction. It's at Saints Peter and Paul Parish Hall. Uh, uh, they can also, you spaghetti, dessert, drink, salad, the whole nine yards. Uh, you can get it to go as well if you're, you know, kind of in a hurry. So uh, get out, support those kids as well, and then get down here and support the baseball team tomorrow uh, evening. So. Right. Yeah. There you go. Lots, Lots of stuff happening yeah, this weekend. Like tons of stuff. Don't say you don't have anything to do. Right. Just <laughs> visit our website and do a Google search for the date and you'll find... Tons of events going on. You got it. All right. Well, Jeremiah, thank you so much for um, hanging out with us today. James, thank you for pushing all the right buttons and laughing at my ridiculous um, statements. He was laughing at me, not with me on that one. Jeremiah doesn't know what I said. We'll talk about that off the air. (laughs) Please disregard the things that come out of my mouth sometimes. All right. We will see you back here on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. This just in. The Telegram News has a new website. TheTelegramNews.com. Same dedicated coverage. Same trustworthy news with a brand new look. Covering Jackson and Benton County and surrounding areas. Locally owned and operated, TheTelegramNews.com has its finger on the pulse of the community. Stay up to date on local events, high school sports, and breaking news. TheTelegramNews.com. Subscribe today at TheTelegramNews.com. Check it out.